to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, Affirming Truths. Welcome to your Thursday bonus episode. I am your host, Carla Arges, and I am so excited for our guest today, Carrie Eichberger, and just the wonderful encouragement and truth she's going to speak into your life, particularly if you're prone to worry. Carrie is a wife, a mama five, an author of her new book, Win Over Worry. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carla. I am so excited to um, have a chance to talk with you and uh, to share about this message. Yes. I was telling you before I hit record that I kind of was snooping you on Instagram for a while. (laughs) And I just love the transparency you have, the encouragement you have um, in this area of worry. And aren't we all so prone to it? Oh my goodness. I feel like even if you don't think that you are, that is just the enemy trying to deceive you, but absolutely worry is woven throughout our every day. Um, you know, more of us, some of us would admit through most of our day and then through most of our lives. So it's so important to acknowledge that. And, um, you know, get a hold of this because it's, it can, it has the power to, to rule our days. How has worry manifested in your life? Because you wouldn't have written a book about worry if you mm-hmm. were intimately familiar with the struggle. Yeah. You know, and that's one reason why initially I wasn't so, so sure I was the best candidate to write about worry because I acknowledge that was something that I struggled with myself. I feel like uh, by the grace of God, there is so many things that um, he has allowed me to walk confidently in and um, have success with. But I felt like worry was just one of those things that continued to hold me back and hold me down, though I acknowledge that um, I made progress. And when somebody once told me that if you're a step ahead of someone, you can help them. And I started to think, well, maybe who better to um to help somebody, to help others than someone who's walked through that, that dark path herself and can say, Hey, I've been there. Um, I've walked where you've walked and I've been where you've been, but let me help you. Let me show you, um, the way I found, um, out of it. So yes, worry has been something that I've struggled with since I can remember before I can remember. And in writing this book, I started to do some digging and some background research into my life to just try to like pinpoint when was it really that I started to worry? Was it always just like that? And I do believe that many of us um, have a bend or more predisposed to worry than others. Mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. us are just born with anxiety and we talk about mental health issues. And I definitely acknowledge that's something that I'm more prone to. Yeah. Um, more, I was just always more of a fearful kid in certain situations. Others might be more bold and confident, you know, like when I was little in a haunted house, I would be terrified. And there were just things that I was more sensitive to than others. Um, so I didn't really pay much attention to that until later on then, um, as I was growing through my adolescent years, um, and then into my teenage years, I experienced some things, uh, experienced something in particular where, um, I actually had this boyfriend that's been back then boyfriend was, was attacked and, um, was brutally attacked. And I, 
was terrified. And I hit a point mm-hmm. in my life where I experienced some real fear, you know, not just like those momentary little scares. It was like some serious fear that um, caused me some deep pain. And then it manifested its way into my life in, in ways like I wanted to avoid certain things and I wanted to um, distract and numb those those symptoms and those feelings. And so because I didn't handle and cope properly with what I was dealt, I learned some really bad coping strategies Mm -hmm. that were more band-aids in my life, um, which then may allow that worry to escalate. And because I didn't really handle it properly, I guess. Um, And it showed up in an anxiety um, to the point of, I started having panic attacks in high school. Didn't even know what that was all about, why I was having that. And, and it just continued this spiral. Uh, there's so much that happened in that, in that time period, but it really escalated then peaked. I would say when I was in college and nine 11 hit and the country, all, we all dealt with some serious yeah. fear. And if you're someone who hadn't really, um, addressed it, like I had not addressed it, then it showed up in just some ugly ways. So Long story short, I was then forced to really face it once and for all and do some deep digging and f- find a way out. I always say you can't heal from what you don't deal with. You have to mm-hmm. deal with it to heal yeah. from it. Yeah. And I think if a lot of us are afraid to, to look these things in the face, mm-hmm. but it's when we shine light on it that we really empower the Holy Spirit to work in mm-hmm. and through us in those areas. You know, the enemy likes us to keep things hidden and dark because mm-hmm. that's when he can isolate us. That's when he can lean us, lead us to those bad coping mechanisms. And, mm-hmm. But we got to shine light. Absolutely. So your book is called Win Over Worry. Mm-hmm. How do you win over worry? What did that look like in your life? You know, you said something that I think is so important. And the, the one of the first keys is acknowledging um, and really bringing it to the light, what it is that we're worried about and what we're, what we are struggling with. And sometimes it's not always what we think it is. And I think that's the enemy's sneaky way of confusing us because there is always a rooted fear at the, um, at the root of, of each of our worries. And for, for me, well, what I identify in the book is, you know, first we're going to lay out all these things we're worried about and we're going to call it what it is. And then I want I want you to understand why are you worried about that? And if you can dig down and and ask yourself why you can find those, some of those root fears. And once we can identify those root fears, which are lies from the enemy. And these, these, these fears are saying things like lies, like um, I am helpless and um, saying things like I'm not worthy um, and that I'm not loved. But when we can then attack those fears with the truths of God, counter those with the truths, and then really learn to live in and out of the truths of God, that's when we can start to truly tackle and overcome. And I, you know, I write 10 chapters about how this all really, what this really looks like in our life. But I think it's important to first identify um, and be honest about our worry to, to really acknowledge what those fears are that we are, um, that the enemy is trying to convince of, convince of, convince us of that are true, which are truly lies. And, um, and then to then to learn the truths of God and to understand. And, and even though we say we believe that God is, that loves us and that God is in control, but if we could truly, truly believe with everything that we are, 
that he is sovereign and that God is truly in control of every little detail that we're worried about or that we're afraid of. Uh, and we believe that he has good plan for our situation, for our lives, for the pain that we're experiencing. Then a lot of that worry starts to dissolve into your, in, in our lives, but it's in truly believing those truths and pouring over those truths every day and practicing that, um, that's what it really takes to begin to win over what we're worried about. I love that. Um, it's something that I talk about with my clients too. We may think that we're worried or scared or afraid of 50 things, but really when we drill it down, the enemy is not creative. God is creative. The enemy sticks to the two or three lies that he brought up in the garden and he just recycles them to us, has us questioning God, has us questioning God's word and has us questioning our relationship with God, our identity, where we stand. And all of these fears, all of these worries really boil down to those things. So yeah, how well do you know God? How well are you rooted in your identity in Christ yes. to be able yes. to hold on to truth? Mm -hmm. So how important has it been in your life to get into the word and to to discover those things. Mm. It's like, I got goosebumps when you said that it's everything. It is absolutely, it's everything. And it's, um, it has to become something I'm constantly growing in mm -hmm. because, you know, before we hit record, we talked about the truth that this is something that doesn't necessarily go away completely on this side of heaven yeah. because the enemy is still here. He's still battling for, um, our attention. And so we have to be every morning I have to wake up and, and fight that and fight him. And I have to get in the word and I have to open those lines of communication with God early and ask him, plead with him to like, help me to hold on to that all day and to keep those communication lines open. And I have to get creative myself with how I incorporate him reminders of him into my day and reminders to continue to return my eyes to him. Mm -hmm. I even have a little post-it note that was sitting above my desk for the longest time to said, return your eyes to me. Because I think so often we just, we look away, we keep looking away. And if I can just continue to look back to him and look back to his truths and read them and pour over them and speak that truth, it changes us. It slowly mm -hmm. starts to change our thoughts um, and we need it. I know how badly I need it. Um, and then you look back and you see how far you've come and you see how much easier it is to go to his truth um, and allow that to take the place of what once you were worried about um, or what once was a belief that was a lie. Mm. So it's so important. And it's so important that um, I could talk to you about that. For, I could go on and on <laughs> about it. Um, and that's something I really focus on in the book. And I want to help someone just not just, just I want to just say that I want you to, I want people to know ways to do that because I think that it sounds so simple, but we have to practically adjust our habits and, and our practices to make those changes in our life and in our hearts and our thoughts. When you were talking just now, I got this vivid image of Peter walking on the water towards mm -hmm. Jesus. And when he was fixed on Jesus, he was walking on the water. 
And when he started to look at the waves around him and the storms around him and got his eyes off of Jesus, he started to sink. Mm -hmm. And that is so true with us. But I love how you say that you provide practical things, because I think sometimes in the church, we over-spiritualize things. Yes, we absolutely need to get into the Bible. Yes, we absolutely need to pray, but there are other practical things that we need to do. You know, as we get ready to wrap up, what are some practical tips you would say to the girl that's like, Carrie, I am so overwhelmed with worry in every aspect of my life. It is stopping me from walking in my God potential. I'm not the mom I want to be. I'm not the wife I want to be. What are some practical tips you could give her to win that battle over worry? Yeah. And it's, it is important, I think, to have, you know, these practical things, these tangible things we can do, um, because it, like I said, it sounds so wonderful just to say, change your thoughts and just start praying more, but, but I've how? learned that, yeah, but yeah, how exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes it's, I, I gave this tip in my book and it's just going to sound kind of silly, but one thing I think so many of us struggle with, there's this, there's this, this thing, this technology thing called our cell phones that is so distracting for so many of us. And I know for me in the morning, when I first thing, if I like make the poor decision to pick up my phone or go to a, a device before I go to the Lord, that just changes the entire, my whole morning, my whole day. Um, so I made this little suggestion to people to remember first to go um, to God and spend your time with him to put a little sticky note on your phone that said, well, it says, don't be a fool because I have a friend that says, you know, don't be, don't be foolish, Carrie. She'll say, you know, spend your first 15 minutes with God. And if you do, you'll fly high all day. And she's super, you know, gets really excited about it. But um, I make just the first suggestion to start your day with God. So I would tell you, yes, you should start your day with God. But if you struggle with that, put like a reminder on your phone, put a sticky note on your phone that tells you don't touch this thing until you do. Um, that's one little, you know, fun thing that I've, I've suggested to people because it is so important that we start our day with him. Mm -hmm. um, but accountability is one thing I also talk about a lot. So if you have somebody that you can tell your struggles with, if you can even tell them, and so I've had to do this myself because here I wrote a book about worry and fear. And the last thing I want to do is admit to you that I am having struggles still with worry and fear, but it's true. I still have, as this message has been released, I have had my own um, struggles with worry and fear, but finding someone that you trust that you can tell that um, you're struggling with worry that then can remind you of those truths. I think accountability is big. I think telling someone that you trust or even just taking that first step and joining a group. So whether it's picking up the phone and telling someone your struggle or take picking up the phone or signing up for a, a, a class, a study to seek help. Um, you know, these sorts of things I talk about a lot. I talk a lot about accountability. Um, journaling is a big one for me that was something that was therapeutic when I was going through um, some postpartum depression with after the twins were born, I had so much going on that blindsided me. I didn't expect to feel, I thought, I thought depression was behind me and it came up again and the enemy was using it to totally attack me. Um, I started just writing out the truths of God, writing mm -hmm. out things I was thankful for, um, which shifted my perspective. So yeah. I like to give different things because we all are, 
wired a little differently and have yeah. different preferences. Um, but you know, if you don't want to, if you're not a writer and that sounds scary journaling, just jotting down your prayers, jotting down what you're thankful for. When you write those things out, I think that can make a difference. And I do have a lot more practical, um, suggestions, but I do think it's important to make some, to change some of our habits, to allow those things that were the, the truths that we are trying to, um, re rewire our thoughts with and really pour into our souls. Um, we need to change some things up to allow those to really take root. And be vulnerable in community. I love that you brought that up because we are meant to bear each other's burdens. We have a God that's a God of community. He's a triune God. Like it's in our DNA to be together and to share together and to carry each other. So Mm. Carrie, it has just been such a, I could talk to you for hours because I love this stuff. This lights me up. Um, But where can people find you? Where can they get the book? Give us all the details and I'll be sure to put them in the show notes as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my book's on Amazon, wherever you can find books online. Um, I also have a free study guide that I offer for those who really want to dig deeper into this subject, um, which you can find that on my website. It's carrieichberger.com. I am on Instagram and Facebook, probably hang more on Instagram, but I do love to share just some my current vulnerable thoughts and, uh, you know, I'm that's one gift I think God gave me is just a vulnerability and mm-hmm. I'm hopeful I can help others and encourage them through, you know, what I've been through and what I've learned. I know you will. Cause you have encouraged me. So thank you so much for being here. Go out, run, get win over worry and go follow Carrie. She is such a encouragement to follow. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.